Hello, and thank you for listening to this episode of Barrel Voices. My name is Tani Alvarez, and I'm a partner in Barrel Dana's Labor and Employment Practice Group. This podcast is the ninth in a series entitled HR Law 101, Understanding the HR Basics. Whether you are a startup company or simply new to human resources, the purpose of this podcast is to provide you with the building blocks necessary to successfully achieve a healthy and compliant employer-employee relationship. Today, we will be discussing the Uniformed Services Employment and Reemployment Rights Act of 1994. There's a mouthful for you. This statute is otherwise known as USERRA. So often, when we speak to employers, the first question a lawyer asks is, how many employees do you have? This question is to help us get a sense of what laws and rules are applicable to your organization. If you have 15 or more employees, one statute applies. 50 or more, another. The interesting thing about you, Sarah, is that it applies whether you have one employee or 5,000. So what is you, Sarah? USERRA is a federal statute that prohibits discrimination by employers against employees and potential employees based on their military service. Additionally, USERRA places specific obligations on employers who may have employees who are returning after a period of military service and, in many ways, changes the normal at-will employment relationship that so many companies are used to relying upon after that service member's return. Military service is referred to as service in the uniformed services under the statute and means the performance of duty on a voluntary or involuntary basis in a uniformed service under competent authority, which includes active duty and active and inactive duty for training, including National Guard duty, and any period of time which a person is absent from employment for an examination to determine the fitness of that person to perform military duty. Yep, it's a mouthful. The statute itself has multiple duties and responsibilities for both employers and employees, and today we are going to highlight a few to make sure that the statute is on your radar should you ever experience a situation in which an individual needs to take leave The statute itself has multiple duties and responsibilities for both employers and employees, and today we're going to highlight a few to make sure that the statute is on your radar should you ever experience a situation in which an individual needs to take leave as a result of military service or finds themselves returning from leave after military service. So first, what does the anti-discrimination provision in USERRA provide? It provides that employers cannot deny initial employment, retention of employment, promotion, reemployment, or any other benefit of employment on the basis of the individual's membership, application for membership, performance of service, or obligation to serve in the uniformed services. The statute, however, does not just protect individuals who are in the uniformed services but also provides protections to individuals who have not performed services in the uniformed services if the individual attempts to enforce a protection for any person under USERRA, testifies in connection with a proceeding relating to USERRA, assists in a USERRA investigation, or exercises a right provided for by USERRA. That's the anti-discrimination provision in a nutshell. Next, let's move on to reemployment rights. What reemployment rights, if any, is an individual entitled to? 
an individual is generally eligible for reemployment after an absence caused by service in the uniformed services if the following conditions are met. One, the employee gave the employer advance notice, either verbal or written, of the need for service. Two, the employee has five years or less cumulative service in the uniform service during the course of his or her relationship with the employer. Three, the employee timely returns to work or applies for reemployment. And four, the employee is not separated from service with a disqualifying discharge or other than honorable conditions. Further, it is important for employers to keep in mind that an employee is not required to inform the employee of an intention to seek reemployment following completion of uniform service. Accordingly, even if an employee told an employer that they did not intend to seek reemployment after completing the uniform service, the employee still has the right to reapply and possible reemployment under the statute. The statute further provides significant regulations concerning benefits, requiring that the employee receive the seniority and seniority-based rights and benefits that the employee would have had if he or she had been continuously employed during the period of uniform service leave. Accordingly, if you use employment contracts to determine seniority based only again, only on actual days of work, you need to be mindful that USERA will require that seniority credit be given for any periods of absence that employee may have as a result of services in the uniform service. What are some other important things that you should keep in mind when thinking about USERA? I'm glad you asked. The statute applies to all employers, the prohibition against discrimination and retaliation applies to hiring halls, potential employers, and even positions that are brief, are non-recurring, and for positions that are indefinite in nature. The reemployment rights and benefits do not, however, apply to brief, non-recurrent positions of employment. USERA also provides protections for returning service members that change the nature of the at-will employment relationship that the parties may have previously held. If the employee's most recent period of service was for more than 30 days, the employee cannot be discharged except for cause for 180 days after the reemployment. That is, if the period of uniform services was more than 30 days but less than 180 days. And for one year after the date of reemployment, if the period of service was more than 180 days. Do you get that? So, you can't terminate someone except for cause 180 days after they return to work if the individual had been out of work for between 30 and 180 days previously as a result of service. And you can't terminate them for one year except for cause after the date of reemployment if the period of service that the individual provided was more than 180 days. What is cause? It could be based off of conduct, but if it's based off of conduct, the employee has to have had notice that the conduct that is occurring could amount to a dischargeable offense. Additionally, the statute provides that other legitimate non-discriminatory reasons or that the employee's job position is eliminated or the employee is placed on layoff status. Well, that wraps up this episode of Veral Voices. 
Stay tuned for the next installment of our HR 101 series. Thank you so much for listening to Viral Voices. If you have any questions regarding any of the information we talked about today, please don't hesitate to reach out to me by phone at 207-253-4522 or by email at talvarez at veraldana.com. Also, remember that you can get loads of additional free information from Veraldana concerning HR best practices through our blog at hrlawupdate.com or through other podcast installments. Have a great day. Feral Voices is a podcast series produced and recorded by the law firm Feral Dana LLP. Our content is intended to inform and hopefully sometimes to entertain. It is not intended as legal advice or legal opinion. While we hope these podcasts help you get to know us a little better, they do not create an attorney-client relationship. To contact us, find us online at veraldana.com. 